All right, it's time. I'm finally doing it. For the past couple of years, there have been three trilogies of movies that I've been wanting to tackle on this podcast. The Matrix, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight series, and Kung Fu Panda. Now, that's a lot of movie watching. That's a lot of analysis. It's a lot of writing. But it's time to man up and do it. So here we go with the manliest of the bunch, Kung Fu Panda. Three, two, one. Hello, spiritual seekers, and welcome to a brand new episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts. As always, I'm your host, Mark, and today I'm finally taking on a trio of movies that I've been wanting to talk about for a long, long time. Kung Fu Panda 1, 2, and 3, because honestly, I love these movies. Poe, the protagonist, is one of my favorite heroes, and as far as I've been able to tell thus far, Poe is one of the only heroes in any set of movies that makes it all the way around of the hero's journey and actually begins his mentor's journey. Uh, wait, uh, Lightning McQueen began his mentor's journey as well. Uh, well, okay, what I said still applies, and Poe is my favorite of those two heroes, and I think Poe makes it further into his mentor's journey. Maybe. Watching and writing about these movies is teaching me a lot about being a teacher and how this fits into our own hero's journeys. Anyway, these Kung Fu Panda movies also highly represent what I've adopted for my tagline for this podcast, Change Yourself, Change Your World. As we make our way through each of these Kung Fu Panda movies, I'll point out to you how Poe changes the world around him by changing himself first. And as we begin, I am once again going to encourage you to envision that this movie is happening inside of you, that you are the hero. So I want you to see yourself as Master Shifu. Wait, what? <laughs> I got you there, didn't I? But hey, it's true. Look, there are two ways of viewing Kung Fu Panda. Yes, Poe absolutely is the protagonist and the hero. Yes, this movie is the beginning of Poe's hero's journey. But Kung Fu Panda and parts of Kung Fu Panda 2 and 3 is Master Shifu's story. He is a red panda, after all. Now, hopefully Film Theorist doesn't work this one out before I'm done with it. There's nothing on Kung Fu Panda in their list of videos yet. <laughs> so view yourself as either Poe or as Master Shifu, and I'll explain the alternate points of view as we go through the film. Kung Fu Panda begins with Poe having a dream about being a Kung Fu master. However, he wakes up to his same old day-to-day -day life, his normal existence or normal world in his father's noodle restaurant. Poe's father, Mr. Ping, a goose, asks what Poe dreamed about. Oh, and spoiler alert, uh, Poe's adopted and we're not supposed to know this till the second movie. Anyway, Poe's call to adventure, his desire, his bliss is to learn Kung Fu, but he seems to be embarrassed about this desire or he thinks it's impossible. And honestly, I think Poe feels that he's not worthy. More on that possibility a little later. So Poe tells his father that he had dreamed about noodles, and Mr. Ping takes this as a sign that Poe is ready to know the secret ingredient of the secret ingredient soup, and to fulfill his destiny and take over the restaurant. We also find out that Mr. Ping, when he was young and crazy, had once wanted to run away from the noodle restaurant and make tofu. But he didn't because he felt that this was a stupid dream. Now keep that tofu dream in mind for Kung Fu Panda 2. And do you see the lessons good for children and adults already being stacked up here? 
I'm always telling you, dear listeners, to pay attention to these animated films. There are more layers of truth in a lot of these than a lot of live-action movies contain. So, in this next scene, then we are transported to the Jade Palace, or the Special World in Hero's Journey terms. And here we are introduced to Master Shifu and Old Master Ugwe. We can deduce pretty quickly that Shifu is gruff, impatient, intolerant, worrisome, and that there's something that gnaws at him constantly. Keep all those things in mind as well. Master Ugwe tells Shifu that he has had a vision and that Tai Lung will escape from prison and that it is time to find the one who will become the Dragon Warrior. The Dragon Warrior is said to obtain his power by reading from the Dragon Scroll, and it's this scroll that Tai Lung, a violent and power-hungry snow leopard, seeks to obtain. Shifu demands that word be sent to double the prison guards and weapons and make sure that Tai Lung will not escape. So a goose flies off with this message, as Master Ugwe states that One often meets his destiny on the road he takes to avoid it. This is the primary setup for the movie. Tai Lung the villain and Poe the hero must eventually face off. And this is a concept that I have often seen, but I haven't voiced on this podcast yet. When the hero is called, the villain is often released. These are the yin and yang archetypes within us. We desire to be the hero, but we have to acknowledge that we often have the impulses of the villain as well. Master Ugwe announces the ceremony to select the dragon warrior, and posters are put up all over the Valley of Peace. Poe sees a poster, and he dashes out to get to the Jade Palace, but he's a fat panda, and stairs are his nemesis, and there are many, many, many stairs leading to the Jade Palace. So Poe arrives late, and the doors are closed to him. So remember this, the doors are closed to Poe, another point that I'm going to come back to a little later. Through a series of slapstick events, Poe eventually makes his way up and over the wall and into the Jade Palace. He knocks himself out, and when he comes to, Master Ugwe is pointing at him. Poe has been chosen as the Dragon Warrior. And Master Shifu is furious about this, and he vows that he'll make the panda quit by the next morning. Meanwhile, the messenger goose has arrived at the prison where Tai Lung is kept in chains. And, of course, Tai Lung escapes because of a single feather dropped by that very messenger goose, just as Master Ugwe had foretold. So, should Master Ugwe have said anything at all to Master Shifu about Tai Lung escaping? Did Master Ugwe start the entire chain of events? Again, keep that in mind as well. There's a lot of points to go over here. Back at the Jade Palace, Poe's training has begun and Master Shifu and the Furious Five discover that Poe actually knows no Kung Fu at all. So discouraged and feeling out of his element, Poe goes and finds something to eat. And Master Ugwe finds him and what Ugwe says to Poe essentially boils down to, tomorrow is a new day. The next morning, Master Shifu thinks Poe has quit and gone home, but he hasn't. He got up early and he attempted to train on his own to mildly disastrous results, but at least he tried. So now Master Shifu really tries to get Poe to quit, and he basically beats him senseless throughout the day. However, Poe refuses to quit, and he keeps taking the beatings and keeps coming back for more. It almost seems like Shifu and the Furious Five can't harm Poe at all. This at least earns Poe a modicum of respect from the Furious Five, and as Manta is giving Poe some acupuncture therapy to treat his wounds, Tigress relates to Poe the story of Tai Lung. It turns out that baby Tai Lung was left on the doorstep of the Jade Palace, and Master Shifu took him in. Shifu trained Tai Lung and treated him as his own son, and he was so proud of him and his accomplishments. 
They both wished for Tai Lung to become the Dragon Warrior, but when Master Ugwe refused him the Dragon Scroll, Tai Lung tried to take it by force. He laid waste to the Valley of Peace, and Master Shifu couldn't fight him because he loved Tai Lung too much. Master Ugwe incapacitated Tai Lung and locked him in prison thereafter. And Master Shifu has not been at peace ever since. Master Shifu will never attain the inner peace that he so desperately seeks until Tai Lung is destroyed. And at this point, Shifu gets the news that Tai Lung has escaped from prison, and he runs to tell Master Ugwe and asks Ugwe what they should do. And Ugwe tells Shifu that he must believe that Po, the dragon warrior, can stop Tai Lung. He tells Shifu to let go of the illusion of control, that neither Po nor Shifu will fulfill their destiny until Shifu does so. And with that, Ugwe says that his time has come, and he disappears in a cloud of peach blossoms, leaving Shifu alone. All right, I finally have enough pieces here to put together some of the picture that I'm trying to create for you. Hero's journey in archetype time, dear listeners. Remember how I said that Poe doesn't feel like he's worthy? Remember how Master Shifu is gruff, impatient, intolerant, worrisome, and that something gnaws at him constantly? Remember that I said that the hero and the villain can often be released or called at the same time. Remember how the doors to the Jade Palace were closed to Poe? Remember Shifu's vow to make Poe quit? Remember how I mentioned that it was really Master Ugwe that began this whole chain of events by mentioning his vision that Tai Lung would return? And now, Master Ugwe leaves Master Shifu, just as all good gurus must do. If Ugwe stayed, Shifu and Po would rely on him to fix their problems once again, instead of learning the lessons that life has for them. So Shifu must train Po on his own. Po, the very one that Shifu despises as being weak and ineffectual and who couldn't possibly be the dragon warrior. Just like we despise the supposedly weak and ineffectual parts of ourself when our pride and arrogance, our desire for power, or maybe even our addictions rise to the surface of our being. Kung Fu Panda is the completion of Master Shifu's personal hero's journey. It was Master Shifu who desired the power of the Dragon Scroll, his pride and arrogance and lust for power, or shall we say his programmed or false ego, Tai Lung, was shut away by his inner wisdom, Master Ugwe. Remember that I've often said that our ego is a protection device? It should protect us from the outside world, and it should protect the outside world from us. This is why Tai Lung has to be imprisoned and why the Furious Five have replaced him. They are a more complex and well-developed ego. But trying to always hold a part of yourself at bay is difficult for even a short time and impossible for any great length of time at all. This is why Master Shifu needs hope. He has virtually given up on hope. Hope is weak and ineffectual. Po is Master Shifu's inner hero. Po is hope. Poe is also fun, laughter, lightheartedness, joy. Poe is Master Shifu's vulnerability and sense of humor. Are you picking up what I'm laying down here? Have I convinced you at all? Okay, how about we finish off the film to gather a few more examples? First of all, the Furious Five lead the Jave Palace to attempt to stop Tai Lung from reaching the Valley of Peace. And while they are off on that mission, Master Shifu takes Poe to the Pool of Sacred Tears, the birthplace of Kung Fu. This place is Master Shifu's deep inner consciousness. Don't believe me? Think about it this way. How long did the Furious Five and Tai Lung fight for? How long did it take Poe to learn Kung Fu? The fact is, we don't know, because there's no time in your deep inner consciousness within your mind. 
Why do you think you feel embarrassed or bad about something that you did one year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 30 years ago? Why do people in their 80s still feel like they're the same person as they were in their 20s, 30s, or 40s? The mind, your consciousness, it doesn't age. Yes, it grows in complexity and it learns and changes, but it doesn't age. All times are now to the mind, which is true. All times are now, but we have a hard time convincing our physical mind of that. In terms of the movie, as I said, this sacred place is Master Shifu's inner consciousness. It's the depths of his soul. It's here where Shifu teaches his inner hero the ways of Kung Fu. One of the best moments is the fight scene between Shifu and Po over the last dumpling. This is at the 57-minute point of the film. It's a highly significant moment for both characters. It's in this moment while training Po that Shifu finds his joy in teaching once again, and where Po finds his bliss in Kung Fu. Thus, Po is now ready to read the Dragon Scroll and become the Dragon Warrior. But what happens? The scroll is blank. It says nothing, and the hopes and dreams of all are dashed. The Furious Five and Poe run to help the people of the village to evacuate the area. Shifu stays at the Jade Palace to face Tai Lung. And during the evacuation, Poe is very downcast and depressed. And as he helps his father abandon their old restaurant, Mr. Ping reveals to Poe the secret ingredient of the secret ingredient soup. And the secret ingredient is nothing. There is no secret ingredient. To make something special, you just have to believe that it's special. And with that apotheosis moment, Poe looks at the dragon scroll once again. The scroll isn't blank. It's a mirror. The answer to all of our problems, my dear heroes, has been in front of us, every single one of us, for our entire life. Poe understands all this in a flash, and he runs back to the Jade Palace to face Tai Lung. Meanwhile, Shifu and Tai Lung have been fighting an extremely significant battle. Pay attention to the words and language used, and I'm certain you'll be able to decipher how Tai Long is Shifu's false ego, the ego that is more or less forced on us by society. Even look at how Tai Long appears before Shifu. One moment he's not there, and the next he is. He was always there. He never truly left. But now is the time for the false ego to be destroyed, and Shifu can't do that on his own. But the hero, Po, comes to his rescue. Po and Tai Lung fight for control of the Dragon Scroll, and Tai Lung eventually gains it. He opens it, and he revels in the power he believes that he will find within it. But he's dismayed by only seeing his own reflection, and even when Po reveals the truth to him, he still doesn't understand. Tai Lung can't understand the concept of finding power within himself, as he's always looking for an outside source of power. Tai Lung doesn't understand that he could have been the Dragon Warrior all along. The quest is inward not outward. Poe defeats Tai Lung, the people return to the village, the Furious Five bow to Poe and honor him with the title of Master. Poe then remembers Master Shifu was injured and he runs back to the Jade Palace. Shifu is surprised and happy to see that Poe survived. He states that he has brought peace to the valley and, with the false ego defeated, Shifu is finally at peace with himself. See? I told you that Master Shifu was the Kung Fu Panda. And there we have it, my dear listeners, my interpretation of this highly significant and deeply powerful spiritual movie, Kung Fu Panda. I really hope that you will join me for the next episode where we will further explore Poe's hero's journey and Mr. Ping's dream of making tofu in Kung Fu Panda 2. And if you haven't seen any of these movies yet, please embrace your inner child and go and watch them. 
Thank you very much for listening or watching today. Please like, share, comment, criticize, and subscribe. If you care to support the podcast, please visit my Reverb sales page for music gear or my Etsy sales page for vintage items sourced by my lovely Christine. And I'm hoping to add some podcast-related items to the Etsy shop as well, but I haven't had time to focus on that yet. You may also choose to simply send me some cash via PayPal. My own inner panda would like to buy some ingredients for bean buns. <laughs> you can also send me a coffee on buymeacoffee.com. That's a new one, and I really like that idea as opposed to Patreon. I think that the one-time payment thing works better than a subscription. I have been your host, Mark. This has been a look at the deeper meaning of Kung Fu Panda, and I will leave you with one final message for today. You are the secret ingredient. You are the hero. You have all the weapons and knowledge you need within you. Now go and be the goddamn dragon warrior of your own life so that you can change yourself and ultimately change your world. I will see you on the next episode of Think Spiritual Podcasts. Hiya! Thank you.